The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Eastern Carolina's longest-running sports radio show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show is powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by Angus Grill, Bostic Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, Papa John's, Pepsi, The Rick House, Greenville Utilities, Seared Chop House, The Gavigan Agency, Taft Taft and Hagler, Tiebreakers, and Greenville Auto World. And now, here's Brian Bailey. Okay, as I usually say, happy Monday, everybody, but it's a Tuesday. We're with you on a Tuesday because we got high school football yesterday, the Big Carolina 3A, 4A media day for the football coaches and the luncheon at Parker's Barbecue. So we're going to have some of those coaches on with us coming up in our next hour. We move the radio show to Tuesday, so we've got lots to talk about. We've got a great lineup for you coming up. We're going to lead off our show coming up in just a few minutes after our first break with Gentry Coward. He is the manager of the Pitt County Girls who will play in the Little League Softball World Series. And their first game is set for 4 o'clock this afternoon. So we're going to get them about what four hours before game time so we're going to have gentry on in just a few minutes we're going to catch up with will bland and alan wooten both of those coaches are coming back from wilmington they had a media day for a big jamboree that they've got going on down there will bland of course the coach of jh rose alan wooten the head coach of the havelock Rams. later cj wilson the former pirate great who's now the head football coach at north pit he's going to join us keith boy the fine coach at Northside high school in beaufort county he's got a great jamboree coming up he's going to join us and brian paschal over at riverside he's been all over and he's going to join us as well so we've got a star-studded lineup for you on this tuesday and we're back with the brian bailey show right after this Let's party, Pirate Nation. The Pirate Radio Football Kickoff Party presented by Bud Light on Thursday, September 1st is approaching fast, and tickets are on sale right now for only $10. 100% of the ticket sales will be donated to these four local charities, SportWorks Ministries, Riley's Army, Daughters for Dads, and the Heather Ann Batiste Scholarship Fund for the ECU School of Nursing. The Pirate Radio Football Kickoff Party will feature entertainment by America's favorite 1980s tribute band, The Breakfast Club. Plus, the world-famous Budweiser Clydesdales will be on site for a photo opportunity. The place to be to kick off football season is at the State Theater in downtown Greenville for the best party of the year. Go to PR927FM.com now and get your tickets before it sells out, and we'll see you Thursday, September 1st at the Pirate Radio Football Kickoff Party. Hi, I'm Ken Hagler of Taft Taft and Hagler. We're proud to be sponsors of The Brian Bailey Show and The Pirate Nation on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. If you've been injured on the job or due to someone else's negligence in an automobile collision, call us at 752-2000 for a free consultation with experienced professionals who care. Go Pirates! This isn't your regular cola. So this isn't your regular cola ad. No beach parties or family barbecues here. Just Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. So forget everything you thought you knew about soda, because that nitrogen gives us a whole new experience. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. You don't pour this like any other cola. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Can your cola do that? I didn't think so. Unless you've got your own Nitro Pepsi, in which case, cheers to your great taste. Because you already know that the only thing better than the pour is the unapologetic cola taste. What else is there to say? From the creamy foam to the smooth texture to its unbelievably delicious flavor, this is cola like you've never had it before. Time to bring your taste buds to the next frontier. Nitro Pepsi. Smooth. Creamy. Delicious. Your vehicle is a big part of your life. That's why you should trust the team at Greenville Auto World for all your vehicle needs. 
Greenville Auto World believes in fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right. Visit GreenvilleAutoWorld.net to see their fully stocked inventory of SUVs, trucks, and cars. Need a lift kit, custom rims, or wheels? Greenville Auto World can upgrade your vehicle today. For sales or service, visit Greenville Auto World on Highway 43 in Greenville. This is Zach Agnos, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, providing reliable utility solutions to the Greenville region since 1905. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this Tuesday edition of The Brian Bailey Show. Lots to talk about, a lot of high school football opening night. For high school football, is August the 19th. That's coming up a week from this Friday, the season debut of Touchdown Friday, the season debut for the Pitt County ladies in the Little League Softball World Series is at 4 o'clock this afternoon, and they are on schedule over at Elm Street Park. The first game has just ended. The second game getting set to begin. But at 4 o'clock, Gentry Coward and his Pitt County ladies will take to the field, and they will take on Laverne, California in their first game. Gentry, how are the nerves working about four hours before game time? Well, we just got back from Elm Street. We watched the first game this morning. I think the girls kind of got a sense of what it was going to be like, and um now we're back to the dorms, getting ready to change, and we'll be back over there at two thirty, ready to play. When you look at, at at what you saw this morning, did it seem different? You know, the ESPN cameras were rolling, and and Elm Street Park, obviously, Stalling Stadium has a different look with the softball, with the skinned infield, and everything. But but did it feel different, or did it feel like it's just another tournament game? Um, to a lot of the girls, they've played on big stages before, so. It's, it's like another tournament game just with cameras. Um, but I got a feeling today at 4 o'clock, if there's a big crowd there supporting us, uh, there may be a little nerves in on it. All right, let's get your thoughts on what you saw in that first game. Delmar, Maryland knocked off Columbia, Missouri. 3-1 to one was that final. I had a chance to watch some of that on ESPN+. Plus. But what did you think of those two ball teams? Um, it was a pitcher's duel between the two teams. Um, and it was who could make the least mistakes. And that's um, what won the ball game. Yeah, I think we saw that a lot last year. It seems like you know that, that most of the teams, at least last year, were pretty even, and it was always the team that, that made the big mistake or made a couple of mistakes that, that turned out to be the team that would not win in that particular game. But uh, and, and, you know, you see that a lot in softball anyway. I mean, I, I think that the thing I was surprised about, I did see one bunt later on. I was, I was looking to see who was going to try to play small ball, try to push, you know, try to put the pressure on because there's already so much pressure anyway you're playing so far away from home for these teams and you're in a world series you're on espn plus and i was thinking hey lay that ball down and put some pressure on the defense and, and we saw that a couple of times later on we did um when um the mid-atlantic team went up that's they um, put down a couple of bunts and put the ball in play when they needed to and that's how they, they scored the three runs they did in that inning at 1 o'clock start time, which is about an hour, about 55, uh, 50 minutes away now, the uh, Southwest against the Northwest. And then, as we said, at 4 o'clock, it'll be Laverne, California, and the uh, Pitt County team. How big a crowd do you expect for your game, Coach? I expect it to be very big. Um, a lot of people I've talked to and called and texted, they're like, we're coming, we're going to be there. So I think uh, Elm Street's going to have a very big crowd at 4 o'clock. Yeah, I think so too. Probably the biggest crowd of the uh, the two years so far. Of course, Pitt County hosted was scheduled to host in 2020. Everything was canceled because of the pandemic. Hosted in 2021, the tournament has expanded. What has it been like for for your girls to to get around some of the foreign teams? Have they enjoyed that? They have. Um, just to find out how their culture is, um, the different languages they speak. They've enjoyed it, and they've made friends with a lot of girls, um, not only from the U.S. but the international teams and i would i would think that that would be one of the the neat aspects of of a tournament like this and it, it's so hard to to organize everything but so far from what i've seen on the outside it looks pretty organized it is um i'll commend little league they have gone all out for the girls this year um anything they've needed they've gotten to them um they've they've treated us very well since we've been here you know, playing in the tournament's a big thrill, but but you know the girls are, are really treated like royalty. I mean, I mean there there's so many sponsors with Little League, and they're given so much. Can you share some of the? I guess you called it what swag night? Yes. Um, so Easton has outfitted um, all the girls with helmets, bat bags, 
bats, batting gloves, and catcher's gear. Adidas um, provided full uniforms, um, pleats. They give them a pullover jacket and a another undershirt for them. Um, then we've gotten multiple um, pins from umpires, other teams. So um, they've been spoiled the last few days. I'd say that uh, pullover jacket may stay in the bag because it is hot outside. How hot was it for that first game? Um, it, it's hot. Um, and you hear a lot of people from other places like, we've never experienced anything this hot. And so I was like, welcome to Eastern North Carolina in the summertime. Yeah, I, was, I would say, because I was trying to figure, you know, is this an, an unusually hot week or is it pretty pretty normal? I think it's closer to normal for, for Eastern North Carolina for this time of year. I think football coaches always, you know, they say it every year. They're trying to practice early or trying to practice late. Uh, and uh, while I'm thinking about it, just in case you missed it earlier today, East Carolina's football practice was canceled the first day in pads because they've had a an outbreak, they think, of food poisoning uh, was within the team. So they, they did not practice earlier today. They hope to get back at it. They may go back later on this afternoon, later on this evening, but they may wait until tomorrow to try to get everybody back healthy. But according to several people that we've talked to over there, that it was, you know, it was something else. And all of a sudden, everybody got sick. So uh, hopefully, everybody will get well and get back on the practice field very shortly. And hopefully, your girls will all stay healthy for this tournament. Talk about Laverne, California, uh, Gentry, a little bit. What do you look for in this game coming up at four o'clock? Uh, I think it's going to be a pitcher's duel, um, and then it's whoever can commit the least errors. Um, they're a good team. We've kind of watched them play um, in their West region on ESPN+. Plus. Um, they can do small ball when they need to. They can put the ball in play. Um, it's a real solid team, and I think um, between the two of us, it's probably going to be one of the best games to see. Should be good. Four o'clock start time. When you look at, at your lineup and, and, and the strength of your ball club, what would that be? Um, we're a hitting team. Um, no matter if we're up or down, we we continue to put the ball in play. Um, we're strong defensively, and we've got pitching to carry us where we need to. So I think we're well-rounded. Um, no matter who's on the field of our 12 girls, we don't drop off. So that's a big improvement that a lot of teams do not have. And the way the format works, you've got two 16 brackets. You're playing double elimination until you get down to two teams in each bracket. And then the the four teams would play single elimination to determine a champion. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. I was trying to read. I read a little bit about it, and I watched the broadcast this morning to try to understand exactly what they were were talking about with the the sixteen double elimination, and then getting down to two on each side. So the goal, obviously, is to win and advance and stay out of that losers bracket, and then you're hopefully uh, you make it to that final four, which would be really just uh, just a great great thing to to play in the national semifinals and maybe in the national championship for little league softball. But Gentry, thanks so much for joining us. I know you got a lot to do today, and we certainly appreciate your time and best of luck to the ladies enjoyed getting to uh, see those ladies last night at the opening ceremonies that was a lot of fun you did a great job on your interview uh with us live because i know that's a little different for uh for guys i mean all of a sudden you you go from from just being a, a coach in a in a recreation league and then you maybe travel ball a little bit and all of a sudden now you're on a stage and and the, the stage only gets bigger doesn't it it does um you get um acclimated to being in front of a camera very quickly we did a nice job. Gentry, good luck, and we will see you at the ballpark coming up tonight. Thank you, Brian. All right, that's Gentry Coward. As the Pitt County team just take, uh, set to take on Laverne, California, coming up in a 4 o'clock start time at the Little League Softball World Series over at Elm Street Park. The rest of our hour, we will talk high school football. We hope to check up with uh, Will Bland and Alan Wooten. As we said, they're coming back from Wilmington as we speak, so we'll try to track those guys down. Back with more on the Brian Bailey Show after this.
The Rick House is Eastern North Carolina's premier American-style restaurant and bourbon bar with daily specials. And here's the lineup. Mondays feature $7 margaritas and half-price appetizers. Tuesday is stuffed seafood night. Wednesday is date night. Thursday is roasted smoked lamb chop night. Fridays is prime rib night. And Saturday is Italian night and is also Fred and Wilma night with our 36-ounce bone-in tomahawk steak just like the Flintstones. And on Sunday, it's our legendary brunch from 10 to 2. The Rick House, American Provisions and Spirits. 710 Red Banks Road beside the bowling alley in Greenville. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available. Visit us at beautybarmedispa.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Go Pirates! When a storm hits, you can count on Greenville Utilities. They put their emergency storm plan into action to restore power as quickly and safely as possible. If you experience an outage, call them toll-free at 1-855-767-2482. The automated hotline can handle a large number of calls at once, virtually eliminating busy signals, so help can be on the way as fast as possible. Remember, GUC's emergency hotline number is 1-855-767-2482. It's bow time. Why are Bojangles Chicken Supremes called Supremes? Well, with golden crispy chicken tenderloins this juicy, tender, and full of bold flavor, what else would you call them? Superbs? Nah, that would be weird. Get your Chicken Supremes combo today with a scratch-made biscuit, your choice of fixin', legendary iced tea, and have you heard there's a new sauce in town? Try our new creamy buffalo sauce when you get a Chicken Supremes combo today. It's bow time. You're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community owned, community powered. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on a Tuesday edition of The Brian Bailey Show. Great to be with you. Once again, best of luck to Gentry Coward and his ladies as they play at 4 o'clock this afternoon in the Little League Softball World Series. Let's turn now to high school football. The Big Carolina 3A4A had the media day yesterday at Parker's Barbecue. That's always a great event to go to. You get a chance to get some barbecue and uh, talk a little football and we did exactly that will bland from jh rose joins us now his rampants went all the way to the state 3a championship game last year and uh coach you guys were picked right up there in the big carolina i, I know you i don't think you're really disappointed that you're not picked to win it all but uh as long as you're picked in the top three or four you'll be okay right correct i mean like just everybody knows that you're a top team in the program that you obviously can win it's uh, the top three is up to grab so you go out there every Friday night and play the best football you can, and you, you hopefully you win the uh, conference championship. Last year, a lot of folks wrote you guys off early on. You got off the zero and three start; things didn't look very good, and you were able to right the ship. And I say you got written off twice, really, because the zero and three start, and then when you lose to Newburn like you did, I think you know the the thought is how are you gonna you know make a run in the playoffs. But you guys were able to do that. Right, and then just give credit to the kids for believing in it and then they're going out there every Friday and knowing that they're going to get everybody best and um, being, able, being able to compete against some of the top programs helps us out a lot, especially in our conference, which is one of the best in the state. And we were able to um, win all part of it and then have that run in the playoffs to get the state championship game. When realignment was going on and you first heard that Jacksonville and Havelock and New Bern and Rose and Conley and South Central and Northside Jacksonville, Jack, that, that whole bunch would be together for a conference, what were your first thoughts? Um, that it was going to be a very competitive league because you have some of the, at that point in time, you have some of the best schools. Uh, Conley was been doing great. New Bern has been doing great. Jacksonville just came off a. Uh, State championship laws, Havelock is powerhouse, and you know Newburn is Newburn. Um, they get night in, night out. So you know, I was like, oh well, we got our hands full. So I know that it was gonna make us better in the long run to get ready for the playoffs, playing all them caliber teams, and what you did, um, how tough our conference is. So I just think that we're in, and that we're able to compete at a high level, and then hopefully we'll uh, get back to where we was last year. 
Rams finished five and one in the Big Carolina three eight four a last year eleven and five overall after that zero and three start. Now we're on to a new year. Talk about the Wilmington trip today. I know you guys had an early morning. You had to get down there. You had media day for this big jamboree. Uh, when is the jamboree, and what kind of teams are going to be there? Uh, so the jamboree is actually it will be Friday, and it's a two day event. So they got um, us. We play at seven thirty. On Friday, half our plays before us, and they're going against Randy, and we're going against Hogger. So it's like a, you know, a rematch of that conference we used to be in a couple of years ago, um, which is uh, what the tough conference um, boys who's up there in Wilmington. So uh, just get out there and see all them guys. You know, Wallace Road Hills in it, Whitefield's in it. Um, um, well, you know, a couple more teams in, but it, it should be a competitive weekend for them out there, and uh, some good football. And also, it's supposed to be live streamed by. Uh, A&G focus network, so uh, you're going to be able to watch that live also. You know, jamborees usually you know bring a bunch of teams together and you play a bunch of different teams. In, in this instance, the way it sounds, you guys are just going to play one team. Which is the, the better scenario? Would you rather play three or four different teams, or would you rather just play one? Uh, I would say probably one, because we're going to get tomorrow we're going to go down and do a jamboree with Kent and West Craven where we play multiple teams, and this can get our coaches and our players um, ready to get game plan for just one team, which we got to do for the rest of the um, season. Okay, and where's your jamboree uh, tomorrow at? It's at West Craven. That's at 6.30. 6.30 at West Craven tomorrow, so we got that going on. I know Conley is scrimmaging Tarboro tomorrow at 6. They usually scrimmage on that Wednesday morning, but they've got some coaches that have to be in class, so they're going to scrimmage late. Uh, Rose is heading for that deal. What uh, you know? How, what do you try to get out of these scrimmages? Um, you're trying to build depth. You, you want to try to find out where your depth is at the football program. So you want to uh, want to share some of the stuff with the starters and stuff. They want to try to see where your twos and your threes fit in at. All right, when you look at the big Carolina 3A4A, Newburn was the pick, Havelock second, and Rose was picked third. Uh, was that the way you voted, or, or did you vote a little different? Uh, I kind of voted like that. My first two picks was uh, Newburn and Havelock. So, um, Newburn and Havelock, Jacksonville, D.S. Collins. So, I kind of figured it was going to be that way. Um, you know, Newburn brings a lot back from last year from their um, conference championship run. They, um, they got their running backs coming back. And then, you know, Havelock um, has. Coach King getting back down there with him will help them out a lot because he's real good at the offensive part of the game. So I kind of figured that it would be um, that kind of scenario. And coaches weren't allowed to vote for their own team. I want to point that out. So uh, you didn't have Greenville Rose up there, but I know you'd have them up there pretty high if you had a chance. Uh, Coach, have a safe trip back to Greenville. Good luck in your two scrimmages at West Craven coming up on Wednesday night, then down in Wilmington on Friday. And the Rampants will open up the season against Wilson Fike August the 19th. That's a home game. So, Coach, best of luck and a safe trip back to you. Uh, Thanks for all we have me on. All right, Will Bland, the head coach at J.H. Rose, joining us. Now let's switch gears and stay in the Big Carolina 3A4A. Alan Wooten's also on his way back from Wilmington. His Havelock Rams will play in that same scrimmage. Uh, Havelock will take on a Laney team that's much improved as far as the uh, scrimmages go. Laney will take on Conley to open up the season on August the 19th. Coach Wooten, how are you? Doing great, Mr. Bailey. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I keep telling people Mr. Bailey's my dad. So you guys you guys said say Mr. Bailey. But I am I am old and I understand that. I appreciate that. When you look at, at your Havelock Ball Club, you know, there was a lot of talk, a lot of joking around with you know Bo Williams and some of the guys that, that you know, Newburn's got everybody back, Havelock's got everybody back. Uh do you look at this as a two horse race or do you think anybody can win this thing? I think is anybody can win this thing. I mean I think we're the two most experienced teams, mainly because, uh, you know, we bring back our quarterback and they bring back their whole defense uh, at Newburn. But, I mean, you look at – you got Will Taylor, who led who led Rose to a state championship appearance. You've got uh, just tons of talent at D.H. Conley as well. And then Jacksonville, Coach Williams lost his quarterback, but they'll have one of the better running back rooms in the eastern part of the state, maybe the whole state. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's just going to be good quality football. You're going to get what you pay for every Friday night in this conference. It's got to be rewarding for you to have a quarterback back that you've had for so long. I mean, that's got to that's let you sleep easy at night, doesn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, just, just the fact, I mean, this is his third offensive coordinator in his four years. So he has had to deal with a little bit of of growth there. But as far as the, the, the intricacies of the position, recognizing one high safety, two high safety, understanding where your pressures are coming from if we're playing a zone pressure team, even though the schemes change, the, the mental the, the mental breakdowns have been the same as far as where the holes are in the coverages and where the holes are in the run game as far as where we want to attack the bubbles. And so it's like having another coach on the field. And, and Coach King's done a great job with him the last, um, you know, four or five months just getting him comfortable with the offense. And uh, uh, I've told people all along, if he, if he, if he keeps on with the same pace in his first three years, he's going to finish second in his career all time for touchdown passes in the state of North Carolina football history right behind Chris Leak, which that's a, that's a big accomplishment for our program. It really is. How's it like to have uh, Caleb back with you? Caleb King, the former Havelock coach, but he he's done a great job everywhere he's been. I know he was with Rose last year, but you know everywhere he goes, it seems that they have success. Yeah, I mean, it, it, as head coach, everybody will tell you, you're all Five years ago, his first interview when he was the head coach of Havelock, he talked about how he had the best assistant coaches in the state and I had including my brother, and I added a few guys along the way, including him back. Reiterate that sentiment, you know, we have such quality assistant coaches at Havelock that your job is essentially as far as game planning and things like that. I mean, everybody does their role. Uh, everybody knows their role, and it's just been a really exciting time for Havelock football. Alan Wooten, head coach at Havelock, joining us. I think we're in a bad sell section, so we're kind of getting you in and out. But uh, we'll wrap it up with with you, coach, and uh, just just what you, are your expectations early on in, in the regular season? How important is it? You know, we talked to Will Bland last year. They get off to an zero three start and still go to the state finals. But how important is it to get off to a good start? Uh, when you're a senior laden team, it's not extremely important because, like like Coach Bland and Rose did last year. Uh, they rebounded and, and, and really turned that thing around. I, I think the thing is to avoid injuries, to uh, to be consistent every day. And I, I think, uh, you know, the wins will come with that. Uh, we have such a tough non-conference schedule uh, with Southern Durham and then West Craven, really quality teams. West Carteret uh, lost to Scotland County in the third round or second round last year, so they have a quality team. Uh, we're, we're just going to do what we can. Uh, we, we do the best we can. We're scheduling as, as hard as we can. Uh, it's kind of been different, though. In the old conference, we scheduled an extremely tough non-conference because the conference wasn't as tough. And in this conference, you got to kind of balance it out. You're already playing so many great teams in your league. Um, you can't play 10 juggernauts. You'll just get beat up. So uh, the, the balance of the schedule is going to be really good for us. Um, and, and we're excited, man. Every, every week we're excited to play these guys. And, you know, it's not hard. You don't have to motivate your kids to get up for it. I mean, they're so excited to play every team in this conference. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's got to be the big deal. And when this conference was first announced, it was just, you know, with, with Havelock together with Jacksonville and Newburn and then, the you know, the Rose and South Centrals and Conleys of the world right in there with the mix. And it's just really, you know, it, it gives, you know, you guys from the South get to come up here and play and the guys here go down South play you guys. But uh, every week, it's really fun just to keep up with the scores, keep up with the standings and see, you know, who the last uh, man standing is. But it's going to be a fun ride. Uh, Alan Wooten, head coach. Uh, the Havelock Rams joining us. Coach, good luck in your scrimmages. Stay healthy in those scrimmages, and the best of luck as you start the season. Thanks a lot, Brian. You have a great day. I appreciate it. Alan Wooten, head coach at Havelock. We'll take a commercial break and continue on here on Pirate Radio. This is a Tuesday edition of the Brian Bailey Show. We're back with more after this. This pepperoni was carefully placed by hand by a pizza maker at Papa John's. Just like this one, and that one over there. Ooh, and even these in the crust. Get yourself the new epic pepperoni stuffed crust pizza only at Papa John's. Hey, Pirate fans, the Papa John's epic stuffed crust one-topping pizza is only $13.99 and is an MVP move for game day or any day. Place your order online at PapaJohns.com and sign up for Papa Rewards. Papa John's, the official pizza of the ECU Pirates. 
Make a splash with Bassett Triple Summer Savings from Bostic Sug Furniture. Hot looks, cool styles. Kick back, relax, and upgrade your seats and save. Buy any regular price Bassett recliner, sofa, or sectional and get $50 to $150 off every additional seat with free local delivery plus 12-month special financing. Shop our wide selection on in-stock bedrooms, dining rooms, and other living rooms. And save the sales tax and get free local delivery now at Bostic Sug Furniture. This is Dr. Josiah Duke from Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center. Our practice has been caring for the athletes at ECU and the residents of Eastern North Carolina for more than 35 years. Whether it's treatment for your sports injury or it's that time for a joint replacement, Orthopedics East provides the latest in operative and non-operative orthopedic care. We also offer on-site physical therapy and MRI services as well as walk-in urgent care on weekends from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Call us at 757-BONE or visit us online at orthoeast.com. Go Pirates! The Angus Grill is your premier spot for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us for our unmatched variety of burger combinations. From the mushroom bacon Swiss burger to the jalapeno popper burger to the original Angus Classic. Pair that burger with our amazing onion rings, tots, fries, or sweet potato fries. Angus Grill, with four amazing locations in eastern North Carolina, including Winterville near Pitt Community College, on Jarvis Street in uptown Greenville, and on Statensburg Road near the hospital. It's the best burger around, guaranteed. The Wood Ducks are hosting the third annual Kinston Cornhole Classic on Saturday, September 17th, sponsored by Brooks Pool Realty. Gates open at 10 a.m. and the tournament starts at 11. There will be three brackets with cash prizes for the top three teams from each bracket. The cost is $80 per team. And to register, please contact Maddie Meehan at M-M-E-E-H-A-N at woodducksbaseball.com or call 252-686-5165. We will see you at the third annual Cornhole Classic on September 17th at Granger Stadium. Buccaneer Music Hall is your beacon of music in the land of Pirates and ENC. Open seven days a week from noon until 2 a.m. The Buck features live music every night of the week. Tuesday is karaoke with DJ Captain Morgan. Wednesday is acoustic night. Thursday is the DJ dance party. And Friday and Saturday nights, it's live bands. Check out the Buck's Facebook or Instagram page for more information. The Buccaneer Music Hall. We'll see you at the Buck. Pirate Radio. It's important to me that we're able to connect the past the tradition of East Carolina football, our current roster, and the future of what this program is going to be. The voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned utilities mean local control, low rates, and high reliability. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this Tuesday edition of The Brian Bailey Show. Next week, we'll be back on our regular time, Monday at noon. Mike Oresco, the commissioner of the American Athletic Conference, joins us. And Skip Holtz, former East Carolina football coach who won the USFL championship with the Birmingham Stallions. He'll join us as well. So a big Monday coming up on the Brian Bailey Show. We continue on this Tuesday talking a little high school football. The new head football coach at North Penn High School is our good buddy C.J. Wilson, the former Pirate star. We're going to chat with him a little bit. C.J., welcome to the show. How has practice been so far? Uh, first, I'd like to thank you guys uh, for uh, inviting me to the show. Uh, practice has been great. You know, we uh, week, uh, week one out of, out of the books and we are headed to week two. It's been, uh, it's been, uh, it's been interesting to put it like that. It's been interesting. That doesn't sound sound too promising. What have you got for scrimmages coming up? We have uh, well, it, well, the thing interesting because we have uh, a lot more guys. I would say that sh- that's showing up every you know on a daily basis that that's coming out to play, and you know the word is getting out that we're doing new things at East North Pitt. So uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see the new guys coming out every day. We Good. Scrimmaging on tomorrow. We have. Uh, West, uh, we going to uh, Havelock. We got Havelock, and we have uh, West Carteret, and um, and you know Havelock, West Carteret, North Lenore, and East Carteret. I think they're going to be there too. Oh, that'll be good. That'll be a good test for you guys, won't it? Yes, sir. It'll be a great test for us uh, to see where we, you know, because uh, Havelock and those schools there, they have a uh, already established program. They, they had a great season last year, uh, and so it's going to be a, a, a way we see where we measure up. Uh, they set the bar. We want. We trying to uh, see what we measure up right now. North Pitt was one of the surprises last year under Greg Watford, seven and four, four and two in conference, and and really, you know, North Pitt trying to turn things around and getting more kids out. As you said, you're getting more kids out. It, it, it's real. It's really a positive right now in Bethel at North Pitt, isn't it? Yeah, 
Yes, sir. You know, uh, like you said, uh, they went through a, a phase of some losing years, and uh, Coach Wofford did a great job his four years there. And um, this last year, he took them to the East, uh, one of the uh, playoffs, the first round playoffs, and um, they unfortunately they lost. But we are uh, looking to. I'm hoping to build off of what he's uh, left here at North Pier and just take it the program back to the glory days when uh, about 90. I'm guessing about 96 they was winning every year, just about. So I'm hoping that we can you know get back to the winning ways there at North Pier. Man, when I think of C.J. Wilson, a couple of things come right to mind, and we've talked about this a couple of times when you've been on with me, but obviously the Super Bowl championship comes to mind. Uh, I go way back to when you played at Northside High School as a running back, and you were so good and so talented, and you came to East Carolina as a linebacker, and then they decided to put you on the defensive line. But the greatest play, one of the greatest plays in Pirate football history that nobody knows about and nobody remembers hardly, but, but you made it. Talk about the, one of the greatest plays ever that, that really has, it gets it gets overshadowed somehow. I'm one of the only ones, one of the only old dogs that remembers how big a play it was, but it was against Southern Miss that year. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, we, you know, I think about it all the time. That was my, my senior year. You know, we was – if we lost that game, we wouldn't have had a chance to play in the, uh, East, uh, for the conference title that year. Um, and we was – we was we was winning, but they was they had score and they was only down by I think about five or something. They was coming back, and we couldn't they we couldn't get another on offense at that time. We couldn't could the was hard hard uh, was able to stop them on defense and and it was a field goal. They had scored and started going for the field goal and I, I stepped in and blocked the field goal. Friends, I was back. They got the two points. <laughs> I remember that like yesterday. It was. It was 23. They had cut it to 23-20. They were going to cut it to 23-21 when they went for the extra point. And you not only ran you blocked the extra point, then you scooped it up, and you ran just like you were playing for Northside High School all the way to the end zone. So it turned into a two-point play for the Pirates, and that was the final, 25-20. One of the greatest plays in East Carolina Pirate history that nobody really talks about, but they should. Oh, man, I remember, like, yesterday, it, you know, it did feel like I was run, uh, running back, you know, uh, holding the ball and running out of the sideline as fast as I can go, hoping nobody could catch me. Yeah, I, I remember looking. I was like, "Uh oh, he's got that ball. Like, like he knows what he's doing. That's scary right there." Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, but that was a lot of fun, and that was uh, that was a key play on that season. And uh, the Pirates were able to go back-to-back with Conference USA championships. And, you know, I, I guess it's one of those things. I tell Cliff Godwin in baseball this all the time. You know, we don't we as fans and as media people, we don't mean to take things for granted at all because we really don't. But whenever you win two straight conference championships in football like you guys did, and whenever you're Cliff Godwin and you're winning, you know, every year you're winning an American championship, you're going to a regional, you're going going to a super regional i mean it's just one of those things that that you don't mean to take them for granted but it's just so nice and, and it's so much fun to cover it's so much fun to talk about and uh really the pirates haven't won a championship since then they're in a better position now than they've been since that last conference usa championship under mike houston yeah and i, I agree with you you know sometimes we do take it for granted uh when in the winning ways and uh whatnot but I, I do believe that Coach Houston is turning the program around, and they are at a better chance this year. And I think that they will uh, make some a, a lot of noise. And I think they got a chance. Honestly, got a chance to maybe go and win it this year. So I'm hoping that they can. I think so. I think it's going to be a great, uh, great league. And we'll talk with Mike Oresco, the commissioner of the American, coming up next week on the Brian Bailey Show when we return to our traditional slot on Monday at noon. Talking with the head coach at North Pitt, C.J. Wilson. Uh, C.J., talk about how you got the job. You know, I know you were an assistant last year. Uh, was it something that you had your your, your sights set on? Is, is being a head football coach somewhere in eastern North Carolina? Uh, you know, you know what? Be totally honest with you. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to help kids. You know, I knew I wanted to give back uh, to the youth. And I uh, talked to my brother. He said, "Why don't you be a coach?" And I said, "You know, I I had wanted to be a coach when I was in high school because I'm like, what better way to uh, you know help kids than to be a coach?" And um, so you know, I met up with uh, a good friend of mine that is actually just got a principal at another school, Mr. Joyner. And I had talked to him and asked him, how can I become a, a coach? And he told me what to do and everything. And just so happened that Coach Wofford was retiring. They called me. Mr. Harris, I, I thank him every day uh, for allowing me. They called me and said, we want you to come and uh, be the next head football coach. 
And so that's what I, I did. And um, I even got uh, three nephews on the team this year. Three of my nephews, I'm able to coach them this year. <laughs> and so I'm excited for the future and, and help these young men to not only about football, but uh, Christ and also uh, about their, you know, their grades. Education is uh, first, and they should be first in their life. That's what. So I'm happy for the challenge for the next year, a few years, and how long I, I do it. That's got to be a family affair. Three nephews for C.J. Wilson on his football team at North Pitt. Uh, you know, you're not that old. How different is it as a youngster? Because you remember playing at Northside and, and some of the things you guys did. But how different is it for the youth of today? Because, you know, with social media and with cell phones and, and everything like that, you know, how, how different is it? It's so different. Like you said, you brought out the, the main point. Social media has changed a lot because, the technology before when you had you didn't have no uh nothing to keep entertain you so you had to entertain your teammates and talk to each other get to know each other and so that's been a challenge uh any coach can tell you that's that's a hard challenge right there to um you know how can you get the guys to uh love each other how can you get the guys to to uh spend time with each other and actually you know besides social media and that's one of the things we, one of the rules we, we implemented this year that we don't want no cell phones once you come in the building Leave them, at the, you know, leave them at the, in your locker, and we want to, uh, you know, create that atmosphere where they are actually talking to each other, and um, you know, it builds bonds. A strong bond is hard to beat, and so it's different. The, the school, the day, the day time, the kids are different. Uh, how they approach the game every day. So you know, it's all about how can we, uh, you know, use technology to our advantage to help the kids to learn the plays and to be at their best, so we can be at our best when we play. Yeah, I, I just can't imagine it because, you know, and it's easier said than done. I mean, obviously you can try to keep your, you know, your finger on the pulse of what's going on as far as social media goes and that kind of thing. But, you know, and, and the days of the transfer portal, you know, not on the high school ranks, but in the college ranks. I mean, if you have a bad practice, you can just go and, you know, I'm in the transfer portal. I'm not putting up with that anymore. And next thing you know, you're gone. And it's just, uh, it's really something. CJ, what's the key for your ball club this year? Ball club this year is to establish a foundation. You know, this is year one for us, my co- my coaching staff and the players. And we're just trying to establish a foundation of football. You know, it, and it, it starts with your attitude. You know, we're trying to let the guys know that you know how you act on the football field is the same way you should act in the classroom. You know, respect one another. You know, work hard in your class, work hard in your grades, even at home. Everything you do, it's all about your work ethic. We can't, you can control that. That's your own, you and you. And so it's building a foundation uh, to win. You know, it's like you said, you know, and transfer for we don't have that that uh, that luxury to have guys transferring, but we have the luxury to build a foundation that way we can have a winning culture here at North Pitt for years to come. And because you know that's what it's all about. You know, uh, building a winner when we're in the win uh, business. So we trying to build a foundation this year. Clifford James Wilson, C.J. Wilson, one of my all-time favorite Pirates, now the head football coach at North Pitt. C.J., thanks so much. Best of luck this season. Stay healthy with your team, and we will uh, see you as high school football kicks off a week from Friday. I appreciate that. Thank you guys for having me on. All right, C.J. Wilson, head coach at North Pitt. Let's take another commercial break right now. Coming up next, Keith Boyd from Northside High School, then Brian Pasco from Riverside as we check in with those two outstanding coaches. Back with more on this Tuesday edition of the Brian Bailey Show after this. Coast Grading and Utilities is your source for clearing, hauling dirt, and concrete work. East Coast Grading and Utilities handles all sewer and water issues as well. I'm David Bone. Whether putting in a new subdivision or helping you with any and all of your drainage problems, I can get the job done. Call me at 531-7494. No job is too big or too small. East Coast Grading and Utilities. Friends helping friends. 531-7494. For East Coast Grading and Utilities. University PC Care has been the Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006. Your office deserves a proactive tech support approach instead of always reacting to issues after the damage is done. You need BizCare. BizCare tech support and cybersecurity plans keep you ahead of potential issues and much safer from cyber threats like ransomware. What's at your office? Call William today to schedule your free BizCare consultation or learn more at universitypccare.com. 
North Carolina State Parks is proud to announce that they have partnered with the Hometown Strong Program. Our visitor centers are now equipped with public Wi-Fi to help kids with school. Remote learning has become a critical public health measure in maintaining social distance and continuing to educate our young people. Take advantage of Wi-Fi and a hike at Goose Creek State Park or a day trip to the beach and access remote learning at Fort Macon State Park. For more information, visit hometownstrong.nc.gov. Seared Chop House is Greenville's only true chop house. We're open seven days a week. Seared combines a remarkable menu with an unrivaled atmosphere. Lunch or dinner at Seared is a quality-driven experience where we highlight a thoughtful approach to locally sourced ingredients and hearty, flavor-rich cuisine. We're firing up the grill at Seared, Greenville's only true chop house, located on Fire Tower Road at Bells Fork. Come see us at Seared seven days a week. Have you ever seen those exotic aquariums like the guys do in Las Vegas on television? You ever thought about having one of these aquariums in your business? It's more affordable than you think. This is Hal Pruitt with rentafishtank.com. We can make having an aquarium in your business turnkey with no work, cleaning, or hassles for you. Rentafishtank.com creates a relaxing atmosphere and keeps children occupied. Rentafishtank.com already services many dental, pediatric, and doctor offices, plus hospitals and senior living centers. Check us out at rentafishtank.com. Hi, I'm Annalie Newhoff. And I'm Rob Campbell. And, and we, we are, are with Copy, Copy Pro. Pro. We have been locally owned and operated here in eastern North Carolina for almost 50 years. Copy Pro is the leader in office technology. Does your business struggle with keeping printing costs low or producing professional documents? Here at Copy Pro, total customer satisfaction is our number one priority. We have a variety of solutions to help reduce your printing expenses and make your business more productive. Call us today at 1-800-682-6558 or online at copypro.net. Copy Pro. We are the professional office systems people. This is Amanda Houston, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Go Pirates! You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, working for our community, not for shareholders. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this Tuesday edition of The Brian Bailey Show, talking high school football for the most part. We did have Gentry Coward on earlier. His Pitt County girls will play in their first game in the Little League Softball World Series in Elm Street Park coming up at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Keith Boyd now joins us from Northside. He's got some kind of program at Northside High School, and uh, he's got a big jamboree coming up with 10 teams. Coach Boyd, how are you? Doing well. How about you? Not too bad. Not too bad. You guys ready to go at Northside? Yes, sir. We're uh, putting the finishing touches on the on the field and the facilities right now and uh, looking forward to a, a good day tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll have good weather. And you got 10 teams coming. Who all have you got coming in, in for that thing? Well, we got the county schools. We got, uh, of course, uh, ourselves, Southside, Washington. Uh, we got Croatan High School, Dixon High School, uh, Gates County, uh, Washington County, um, and a couple others. I can't really uh, – Farmville Central. Uh, so we gotta, we'll have a packed house, I think. Now, will you guys have a schedule where you'll play you – know, two teams will play like a quarter and then two other teams and that kind of thing? Actually, we're going to do uh, 10 and 10. With everybody get four, uh, four 10 and 10s with uh, four of the 10 teams. Uh, like we'll have uh, – We'll have two uh, scrimmage going on one end of the field, starting at the forty. Another one starting at the forty on, at the other end, and uh, we'll also have one going on it on the baseball field. I got it lined off, and we'll have JVs going on the practice field. Wow, you got you got a lot going on, don't you? Yes, sir, man. It's this busy time right now. How do you get referees for all of that? Can you get them? Yeah, uh, we just call a booking agent up, and uh, they have to do a certain amount of those things anyway for. Uh, Four hours before they're actually certified, so uh, they're usually happy to come out and get it done, and we'll be here for two and a half hours and see what happens. We were just talking earlier, Will Bland from J.H. Rose and Alan Wooten from Havelock. They're playing in scrimmages down in uh, Wilmington, and they're basically just playing one team down there. I think it's Rose is playing Hoggard and Havelock's playing Laney. That's coming up on Friday night. Uh, do you like playing one team when you go to a scrimmage, or would you rather play what you guys are doing and have you know, look, different looks? You're going to get four different looks, basically, in your scrimmage. Yeah, I, I like the different looks, and you get a chance to get it on film. Uh, you get 10 offensive plays, 10 defensive plays. You might be playing somebody with double tights uh, for 10 plays, and then all of a sudden you got to open up and defend the spread. Uh, kind of makes the kids uh, and the coaches as well 
have to be prepared during the summer, kind of get everybody, get everything in. And uh, you look at the film, make, make adjustments to what you see. And uh, but I, I like the I like the bigger scrimmages, and it's it's, it's fun to see all the people come out and uh, everybody just ready for high school football. Yeah, I think we're all ready for high school football. Touchdown Friday will debut August the 19th. We've got a new look with a new open that we've put together. We're real proud of that. And uh, some other things we've got planned for high school football. It's, it's one of those things, I guess, when I played high school football, some whatever it was, 40-some years ago, that I just loved the sport I wasn't that great at. I got a chance to start you know, a little bit. But it, it was just something, whatever reason, it just it takes a hold of you. And, and I think football is the greatest of the sports because it's such a team sport and it teaches you so much about adversity and 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 you know the ups and downs of life because you know you're going to be dealing with that your entire life right coach yes sir uh, you you nailed it on the head i couldn't say it any any better than what you just did it just it teaches you at a young age as you as you just said it well uh how to deal with adversity and, and not quit and you know you get your teammates to help pick you up if, if things aren't going real well and pat you on the back and they you know, also, if you're not doing what you need to do, you know, peers are sometimes better to get on, on players and people than their actual coaches. And uh, it's right, we're having technical difficulties there. I think we lost, uh, lost Coach Boyd. 1,001, 1,002. All right. I guess we'll uh, – Maybe we'll try to, to track him down. Let's go ahead and try to get Coach Pascal on the phone if we can get him on. Uh, as we said, a lot of teams, the way the North Carolina High School League schedule works, you know, Wednesday is a big scrimmage day this week and Friday is a big scrimmage day. And they're really not, you know, because the games aren't separated but by, <coughs> excuse me, you know, 24 hours, 36 hours. I mean, you don't have a lot of time, uh, you know, between the games, but you want to get some work in. So, uh the the idea is going to be to to try to get uh, as much work as you can in those two scrimmage games and then of course a week from friday it all starts for real with uh, non-conference games so uh we got coach pascal now brian pascal from riverside high school now joins us we apologize we lost coach boyd from Northside, but coach pascal's with us uh, coach uh those riverside knights and, and brian pascal's been around for a while and one of my all-time favorites as well but uh, welcome to the football season how are you going to be at riverside I appreciate it, Brian. Thank you. I appreciate the words, and um, you're one of my favorite too. But um, I don't know. You know, I think we have a good team. We're we're so thin. We have 30, 30 um, roster players, and really not looking at any more at this point. So, you know, we're going to go with what we got. All right, you've got a uh, pretty good offensive coordinator over there in Jim Bob Bryant, and I, I didn't know that was going on. I saw him at a local restaurant. Uh, I think it's called Amari, but it's an outdoor place in, in uptown Greenville. My wife talked me into going to it, and I'm, we're out there playing cornhole and having some adult beverages and just enjoying life, and here comes Jim Bob, and he's like, hey, you know, I guess where I'm at now, and I thought, my goodness. but uh, And what a great coach. I mean, you you, you got to be blessed with that, right? Oh my! Listen, he's he's a great coach, great leader. What an addition he is to our staff, and um, we're so thrilled to have him. He brings all the experience, but he also is just a really good guy. He's a really good person, and um, gets the best out of kids and the most out of them. And go back and look at his track record; you can see that he's um, he's really a special coach, and we're thrilled to have him. Uh, you know, we certainly had to check our egos at the door when you put together a staff like that. <laughs> and, you know, this is Pirate Radio. Uh, one of the Pirate Greats is also with us, Ronald Pugh. Ah, lineman. yeah. And, uh, and he's been a great addition, too. So we've, we've had, you know, some um, a big turnover on staff, and it's been positive. And you had a really cool event, and we apologize we couldn't get there on short notice like, like, like it was, but you had Harold Robinson come in, who led Williamson to a state championship uh, in his run, and you know, people that don't know, Williamson you know, is, Riverside is the new Williamson, basically. It's still weird to me when you ride into Williamson and you see Riverside High School right there, but uh, you know, you had him come in. There's only been a handful of coaches in the high school's history, right? I've been five, and listen, you're 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 preaching to the choir about this uh, Riverside business. I walk in, I look up there, I want to see the Tigers, I want to see the green and gold. Yeah, I just don't see it. But you know, uh, times change and things move on, but the community's the same. And and you're right, we, you know, Harold Robinson thing that day was big, but Harold is going to be inducted into the North Carolina High School Athletic Association Hall of Fame, 
this year. And we're going to have a Harold Roberts night later in the year and are going to invite all of his former players back and hoping they'll all show up and, you know, uh, pay their respects and to what he accomplished. We also have Ricky Lanier night coming up um, in a few weeks on uh, September 1st. And if you don't know anything about him, he played for Herman Boone at uh, E.J. Hayes yeah. and was the first um, African-American player at the University of North Carolina. Had a great career there. And so we're going to celebrate both of those guys coming up the next month. And if people recognize the name Herman Boone, right, from Remember the Titans. Right. Yeah. Right. And Rick Lanier is a great name. He scored 11 touchdowns in a single game in high school. Um, you know, just a great player, great player at the University of North Carolina. And so we're excited to have him back and, and uh, really get into, you know, honoring that tradition too. All right, Coach, what is Riverside doing as far as scrimmages go? You got the Wednesday and you got Friday. Well, we have 30 roster players, 31. So we're not looking to, to go out there back-to-back like some of these teams do, like a Wednesday and a Friday. Right. So we're just going to scrimmage on Friday at Tarbur. And uh, we're not scrimmaging Tarbur, but we're scrimmaging at Tarbur in their jamboree. And we're looking forward to seeing what we have. And I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, what this spread thing's going to look like in, in live time. It's a little different now. You, you guys have changed offenses with uh, Jim Bob, and you're going to go spread spread with that thing, right? Listen, I've just gotten out of the way, but I'm going to tell you something. We were working on wing tee stuff today, defending it, and when that wing tee, when those scout cards popped up, I, I, I perked right up and running over there and started running it again. So I miss it a little bit, but, uh, you know, football has changed, and if you don't change, you're going to get left behind. And the, the spread offense and – what that is and, and what the kids love about it and what the community loves about it, I certainly understand because it's wide open and it's fun and it's exciting. Yeah, but do you have to have the athletes to run it and, and do you have those athletes? Uh, we do. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> kids that can run and, and uh, make plays. And so that was part of the whole, you know, the draw of Jim Bob uh, or of Coach Bryant. You know, when he saw what we had and he saw what, you know, what he could work with and develop in this thing. So, yeah, we do feel like we have, but like I said, you know, we're, we're those same kids are turning around playing defense. And, and so what we're going to have to get them in shape and we have to, you know, uh, hope that we stay healthy. How do you get the numbers up there to, to, you know, to get into the forties, maybe 45 or so? Right. You know, it's one of those, what the Herald used to say, uh, addition by subtraction Yeah. to begin with that. That's what we had to do. I mean, there were just some, and listen, you want every kid's experience in high school to be a great one. You want every kid's experience in football to be a great one. But unfortunately, it just doesn't work like that. And some of them have to be, you know, pushed to the side to get to, you know, the type of kids that you want in your program. And we've had to do that somewhat at this school, too. Thus, the numbers, you know, a little lower. But, you know, I think success and positivity and what we bring as coaching staff and what our kids put on the field I think it'll turn heads, and I think we'll get the numbers up. And we have a great uh, middle school coach, Rondell Floyd, and he's doing a great job there. They were undefeated last year and, and beat the brakes off of some really good teams. So, um, you know, we think that's a positive step also is, is joining those two programs together. What about your conference this year in the Four Rivers 1A? Well, let's see. There, there's a school down the road, uh, Tarbor. Yeah. Usually. They always start number one, right? <laughs> They're not bad, are they? Oh, they're not. You know what? Um, you can't, you know, if you go in this thing defeated before you ever get started, before the game's ever played, you know, you've got to do what you've got to do to see about getting up there and be competitive with them. And nobody in our conference has been competitive. Last year, we finished second in the conference, and we lost by 32 to Tarver. <laughs> you know. So, go figure, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got to, we've got to do better, and we've got to train our kids to that and see if we can't be a little more competitive as the years go by. But it's so hard with that Tarboro T that they run. I mean, it's just – it's hard to defend. You know, it is, but they got some players there too. Oh, yeah. They've got outstanding players, but it's just yeah. – you, you combine that with the offense that they've ran. I think they run it, you know, in the embryo when, they're, when, they're, when the ladies are having the babies. They're practicing that baby. <laughs> All right. When I was the head coach at Washington High School, uh, we went – you know, Tarver and played Tarver, and that was in 1997. And they were running that same tee back yeah. then. Different coats, same same tee. Similar results, but not quite the same. And But Craddock is an awesome coach, done a great job. Strong Christian man. I mean, he, he's a great guy, but, you know, a great guy or not, we, we've got to work towards being more competitive against them and seeing if we can't, 
you know, close the gap. Well, Brian, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, tell Jim Bob we said hello. We were talking about him, and best of luck to Riverside coming up this season. We'll see you on Touchdown Friday. Appreciate you. All right, Brian Pascal joining us from Riverside High School as we close out this edition of the Brian Bailey Show. I want to thank our guests, and we had a bunch of them today. Uh, best of luck again to the Pitt County ladies. They play at 4 o'clock this afternoon in the Little League Softball World Series. I want to thank Gentry Coward for being on with us. I want to thank Will Bland from J.H. Rose, Alan Wooten from Havelock, C.J. Wilson from North Pitt, Keith Boyd from Northside, and Brian Pascal from Riverside. High school football, big scrimmage days coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow, and then on Friday, and then a week from Friday, the season debut of Touchdown Friday, and the high school football season kicks off. It's going to be another great, great year. We'll see you back here coming up on our regular time Monday at noon. We've got Mike Oresco, the commissioner of the American Athletic Conference, and Skip Holtz, former East Carolina coach who led the Birmingham Stallions to the USFL Championship this past year. That's our show for this Tuesday, and we'll see you back here on Monday. Goodbye, everybody. This has been The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, and also brought to you by Angus Grill, Bostic Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grady, Papa John's, Pepsi, The Rick House, Greenville Utilities, Seared Chop House, The Gavigan Agency, Taft Taft & Hagler, Tiebreakers, and Greenville Auto World. Join us next week for another edition of The Brian Bailey Show, right here on Pirate Radio.